This is Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Elizabeth Hurley, community editor for the Plainsman. And I'm Evan Meelans, assistant community editor for the Plainsman. Well, we're in that stretch now where we have two weeks without a council meeting. Yes. Uh, this week we wanted to bring you someone that works very closely with the council, Director of Public Affairs, David Dorton. Mr. Dorton got his associate's degree in Florida uh, before coming to Auburn University and getting a bachelor's degree in political science. He also got his master's degree in political science and a master of public administration from Auburn University. Mr. Dorton has worked with the city for close to 20 years now in various roles and departments, getting his start as an intern in the city manager's office. He helped to get the city's website and newsletter off the ground, and now he runs both as he spearheads the city's communication efforts. We sat down with Mr. Dorton to talk about his life as the director of public affairs and how he interacts with you and other residents of the city on a day-to-day basis. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Dorton. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, before we get started with any official business, your initials are DDD. They are. Yeah, I guess my parents liked alliteration. (laughs) (laughs) It's why I had to drop out of the PhD program. I wasn't allowed another D. (laughs) (laughs) David Dorton, Director of Public Affairs. Well, yeah, it's David Donald Dorton. David Donald Dorton. Um, I couldn't add a doctor to that, but I did (laughs) a director to that, I guess. There we go. Um, so you've served for direct, you've served as director of public affairs for about 10 years now, right? Yes. What are some of your typical duties in that role? Um, well, I work in the office of the city manager and my group, we, we do communications, we do public relations and press releases and the open line newsletter that the city sends out. And the, we work with all the departments on the content for the city's website. Um, so kind of that side of communications, both to the media and to the public, Mm -hmm. Um, we also help track legislative things that are going on in Montgomery and Washington and, and communicate the city's needs or interests um, okay. when appropriate. Right. So um, I see your byline on all the press releases <laughs> yeah. and stuff from the mm-hmm. city. Are you the one that's actually writing this out or is it more of like a team effort? No, it's it's a team effort. Some things okay. come from certain departments. Mm-hmm. Um, some things are written on our team. Right. Um, yeah, and, and we need to change that by on the website to just contact. <laughs> That's really just intended to say, here, here's a, a good press contact. Gotcha. You. Okay. Now, you mentioned that you guys kind of monitor stuff in Montgomery and Washington. Um, do you guys, that's also kind of a lot of times where grant money comes from. Do you guys handle uh, grant money and things like that? Filing for grants, applying for grants? Usually that that's done by the, the appropriate department. Mm-hmm. So like Public Works will file grants or you know, do grant writing for road projects and the library might do something for, you know, a grant yeah. for libraries. Now we try to track legislation and regulation mm-hmm. and we try to track grants so that we can let folks know when there's an opportunity. Um, so we keep an eye on it, but but this kind of the subject matter experts will, will yeah. then go into to the grant writing. or and, and a lot of times, like with legislation, we're just asking, you know, the experts in public safety or, or whatever field what you know, how does this impact the city? Just because sometimes we just we need to know mm-hmm. right. how laws impact the city and, and how we need to respond. Hmm. Gotcha. So now uh, we were kind of talking about this a couple minutes ago. One of your big jobs is to manage the council's agenda for their meetings every other week. How does that kind of work out on a day to day basis? Well, we have a um, so by law, the city manager is the city clerk. Mm-hmm. And he delegates clerk duties to our assistant city clerk. 
uh, Lindsay Manley, who is <laughs> actually out on maternity leave right now. So uh, Caitlin in our office is, is doing that job while she's gone. Um, and so we've got we have two council meetings a week, so we've got sort of a two-week cycle. Yeah. We, we love it when we get a five-Tuesday month because then we've got an extra week. There you go. Um, but all the departments are kind of gathering, um, putting together those agenda items, gathering what information needs to be included, whether it's a contract or, you know, all the legal language for an ordinance and, mm-hmm. and what has to be advertised before it's passed or, after, you know, before it goes into effect at least. So that also is, is a joint team effort across departments um the city manager's office kind of takes everything submitted and and puts it together into an agenda item uh or and into that agenda packet and the one we're working on today for the next meeting i think is over 300 pages so we've got a big one coming um now for everybody out there we publish the agenda on the website on the friday before the tuesday meeting um, okay. So the the public and the press gets the same packet that's being physically mm-hmm. delivered to the council as far as the, the agenda mm-hmm. packet. We might send them some extra memos or, or information, not even related to the packet, but just, hey, here's some things yeah. you know that happened this week. Um, and so that process is actually going to evolve a little bit because when we move into the new public safety building, mm-hmm. we're going to... Uh, kind of change the way we're doing streaming yeah so the new public safety building is you know in in the later stages it's it's almost done we're, we're getting ready for them to move in and we'll have a new council chambers mm-hmm. in that building um and there will be an agenda item on this upcoming tuesday agenda that is about using cameras that are built into the room mm-hmm. streaming council meetings um taking planning commission meetings live instead of recorded and posted yep. later mm-hmm. adding board of zoning adjustment meetings basically meetings that take place in the council chambers yeah. can be streamed live now and and the reason i mentioned that with your agenda question is because that will include an agenda production package that will help us streamline you know help the assistant city clerk streamline creating that agenda from everything that's submitted mm-hmm. but it will also integrate into that video so um we haven't seen it in action yet. You know, it's not in production yet. But the hope is basically in a couple months when you go to the website to see what's going on with the city council. After the meeting, you'll be able to click on an agenda item and see the video for that. Or you'll be able to search text and it'll yeah. it'll search the audio and, and show you the agenda item that you need and, and show you the video for that. Oh, man, so we're hoping nice. to up about, the ante. Right. Talk about high tech over here. Yeah, Look it, at that. We're, we're, it should be it should be a lot more, um, you know, transparent, but also just convenient for mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. So previously, the way it worked, you were the man behind the camera, correct? In a way or you are. You kind of organize it all. Yeah, yeah you organize we, it. Yeah, we work. We're, we're actually using um, Eagle Eye to film yeah. and okay. stream. And then we're using a company out of, I want to say New York. I might mm-hmm. be wrong about that, called AI Media. Mm-hmm. And they're okay. doing the captioning. Um, and we've, we've done a lot of research and the Americans with Disabilities Act, Mm -hmm. we think basically requires us to caption anything we do live Mm -hmm. as as a government entity to make it accessible. Um, and so we've been, but yes, we, we coordinate with them. If, if you watch during a council meeting, Cynthia from, from our office will be 
uh, glued to a a laptop and and texting with the captioners, and we're mm-hmm. just kind of making sure that everything's going wow. smoothly and and working. Um, and so that that will continue, but it will all be part of this new new package. Right. Hmm. So. You're at a lot of events um, from city council to community breakfast. How do you manage that side of your job with some of the other day-to-day things that you have to do? Well, I guess time management is yeah. <laughs> is always the challenge. Um, and and part of it goes back to teamwork. We've got a great mm-hmm. team of, of folks who, who help everything keep running, whether it's, right. you know, we, we step in, we're cross-trained, we step in for each other. Um, you know, hopefully any of us can, can help out with the press mm-hmm. release or, you know, so we're all working together to make sure everything gets covered and everything gets done mm-hmm. and, and, um, relying on each other for, you know, gaps in the schedule and, and <laughs> this time of year for, you know, little Christmas trips, probably, right. you know? So now you kind of you also help with a lot of the like the mayor's meeting minutes and um, whenever the police chief wants to do like a little update video. But those are kind of a new thing I've kind of noticed. How did the idea to start doing more videos like that come about? Well, I mean, definitely in the social media world, it it, it seems to be trending towards video mm-hmm. away from text, which in a way I kind of hate because I like to write <laughs> um, as a communications guy. I like to say I have a a face for radio and a voice for print, but, um, but I like to write. Uh, but I, I went to a program, the certified communicators, certified public communicators program. It's Mm -hmm. out of, um, Texas Christian university in in Fort Worth. Um, and it's one of a very few kind of public sector choices, you know, as far as certifications and, um, for public relations and communications. And, Texas cities, there were a lot of Texas folks there. Texas cities really do a great job of of their PR and their communications, and they have a, a statewide organization. And, and seeing what they're doing and, and connecting with colleagues around the nation, mm-hmm. um, I really saw a lot of what other cities are doing, including a lot, a lot of video. And, of course, you know, larger cities have more resources, and they might have, you know, a whole staff of folks, a dedicated videographer. Um, but we've been trying to up the ante and it, and it's it's both us in public affairs saying you know we should do more video we should do you know these types of social media things but also um you know the mayor and this council being committed to to more communications and so the you know the mayor was very interested in doing the mayor's minute uh that we try to do either tuesday night or wednesday morning sometimes it takes a little longer <laughs> um so that he can you know, communicate with folks, hey, here's, here's what you need to know from the council meeting. Right. So we're talking a lot about social media because, you know, the mayor's minutes get posted on social media. All these press releases, just a couple minutes ago, I not- got a notification yeah. on my phone. <laughs> um, so who's who's behind those accounts? The social media accounts? Yeah. Um, well, we've got, right now, we've got YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. LinkedIn. Um, for the most part... That's on my team. Cynthia mm-hmm. okay. in public affairs is doing most of those posts. posts. Parks and Rec uh, has a lot of content that that they post mm-hmm. and add to the mix. So does the library. Uh, but for the most part, it's it's Cynthia and I working with all the different departments to get their content and and get it scheduled and posted and and uh, put out there. Okay. 
do you guys post more on an as-needed basis, which there is a lot that's needed quite often, or do you guys have like a, we want to hit this many posts a day, that kind of a thing? We've actually, we've got enough content that we we haven't had to set, like we, we need to make sure we do this much, yeah. um, but but that is important, the mm-hmm. keeping it keeping it moving is important. Um, but fortunately, especially as we get, you know, more departments see the, the value of getting information out that way and we, we get more content from them, it, it only grows in terms of volume. On which platform would you say you see the most kind of interaction, whether it's likes, comments, shares? Probably still Facebook. Um, I figured. Yeah, and then, and then probably Instagram next. Really? I would it, not expect um, that. I think, I mean, I, I would have to look at the engagement numbers again, but... Uh, I mean, Twitter is active. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, you know, certainly th- there's less going on there in terms of engagement. It's more right. just, hey, here's here's a video you can watch. But um, yeah, still Facebook, I think, right now. So you got your bachelor's and master's degrees from Auburn University. What encouraged you to stay in Auburn for work? Well, I actually started with City as an intern for my public administration degree, oh. uh, for the Masters of Public Administration, yeah. and they haven't realized that the internship's over. And so <laughs> it's like, let's keep going. But no, it's it's been a good, I, I started as an intern in the city mm-hmm. manager's office, and um, ironically, if that's the right word, I started to help the assistant city manager at the time, Wendy Hassett, uh, launch our city newsletter, Open Line. And mm-hmm. I started working on the website um, and so doing some kind of communications related things. Mm-hmm. And then I spent a few years in information technology, um, where I kept doing the website and that's mm-hmm. where we started posting the agenda, uh, on the website and doing some of the things that we still do. And so then when I came back to the office of the city manager, um, you know, it was kind of full circle in a way, uh, cause you know, still working on open line and still putting <laughs> content on the website and making sure right. the agenda's posted and, and all that. So it was, uh, it's been a, it's been a good ride. So right. in your time being there, we've seen the community change. We've seen technology change a crazy amount. How has that kind of affected how you guys do your job? Uh, well, certainly, I mean, when I, I moved I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, which is a much bigger city. Yeah. <laughs> I moved here from south of Tampa, so mm-hmm. kind of between Tampa, St. Pete, and Bradenton, Sarasota, so a bigger area. So it was kind of culture shock when I came here to finish school. I had a, an associate's degree from down there, um, and here I was in a town that had, you know, like one McDonald's or two McDonald's. <laughs> you know, it, was, it, it was such a, a different beast, and of course you know, this town has grown over time and has grown from a, a you know, a small university town to a, a small town with a university, if, mm-hmm. if that distinction makes sense. And, um, and I feel like just in the past few years, we've kind of hit the tipping point of, you know, becoming a bigger city. And we've seen issues with, you know, where people are uncomfortable with growth and, and change and, and, and what's going on and, and the council responding and trying to make sure that we're growing as wisely as mm-hmm. we can um, and kind of dealing with kind of the the divide between the fact that the reason we're growing is good. We're growing because people want to live here because it's a good place to be. Um, 
And so that's not a problem you want to fix, but then you have to, to, to grow as, you know, to the extent that you can control it, mm-hmm. grow as, as wisely as you can. So, um, and then really technology, we have a great IT department, um, and they stay on top of making sure that the organization has the technology it needs to do everything kind of efficiently and and just continue to sorry no you're good no you're totally fine <laughs> sorry um, about that so you know they they do a lot to make sure that we've got the technology we need that it helps us do our work efficiently and well um but communications I feel like, and of course, that's my focus, so I will, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, social media has possibly changed things the most, at least for me, because we can communicate directly with folks in addition to, you know, having a TV story or a newspaper story or, or whatever it may be. We can also just kind of get the word out to folks directly and, and, um, and I think in most ways, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of your job is communicating with the media. I know <laughs> I email back and forth with you and a couple of people on your team a lot. How um, talk to us a little bit about that part of your job. Uh, well, that so we work. Auburn's an interesting market because <laughs> You know, we don't have any TV stations here. Right. We've got TV stations in Montgomery and Columbus that have bureaus here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got, you know, obviously we've got three papers in Auburn. We've got the OA News and the Villager and the Plainsman. We've got more than that, actually. Yeah. Um, Corner News, what am I forgetting? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a That's lot. It's the danger of a list. And then there's all the student journalists, too, from class that are always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I mean, our philosophy has always been you know and and really it's not just reporters it's you know when people have questions and need information Mm -hmm. we we try to give it to them but with reporters and and the media it's all the same for us you know the plainsman the oa news Mm -hmm. it's it's all you know we have a reporter with questions so we try to to answer that and, and get them the information they need um i think you know it's a small market and it's a small town and it's um I think it's a different media environment than than might be the case in a a larger city, probably even Montgomery or or other yeah. cities. Um, but I, I think it's worked well. I mean, I've I have had some reporters, usually TV folks, that have said, you know, we really appreciate the way y'all work with us, and you make it easier easy. And a lot of cities don't. Um, so so we try we try to answer <laughs> the questions and get. Um, reporters the information they need because that's you know that's a crucial part of the process is that that's another way we we keep people informed right you guys put out a lot of press releases like we talked about and a lot of times i mean even there was one i think last week the week before where they're about awards that the city has gotten or uh namings to the best place to live the best college town Mm -hmm. how often do you guys get those do you think there's several every year, and some of them are, are regular, and some of them are are more periodic, like the you know the the one where it's the best place to live, CNN money, best place to live, or mm-hmm. you know those are. I can think of, you know, two or three maybe. <laughs> whereas some of the business rankings that talk about best place to have a career or or 
you know, kind of professional related, industry related, um, that are in large part uh, because of our economic development department and the work they do. Um, there are definitely several per year that, that we look at. And there's, there's some, you know, it's, it's always a line. There's, there's some smaller ones where somebody reaches out and they say, Hey, we've named you this. And, and you have to kind of gauge, is this <laughs> our, you know, what's using us to market them and mm-hmm. what is, you know, kind of a, a, a considered ranking based yeah. on statistics and right. data. And, and, um, so hopefully we get that, that balance right. But, uh, you know, certainly the bigger ones that, you know, publish their methodology and all that mm-hmm. we we're, we're thankful for and we're proud of, and we don't take them for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just, you know, often a testament to just, you know, sometimes one department more than another, but really to all the work of the, the city staff and, and what they do for the public. Mm-hmm. Is it usually a big celebration whenever you get a big one? Like you said, the one from CNN Money. Lots of, oh, my gosh, look at the computer. Look what we got. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there is some excitement and, and um, you know, we always want to try to get the word out and share that and just make people, make sure people know um, that their community received this because that's really, you know, it's not about, us sitting there in our office it, yeah it's about the community yeah. and um and auburn isn't a great place to live or worthy of you know any of these recognition recognitions about the community without the community because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they make auburn what it is right what's your favorite part of the job it, i'm I'm as introverted a communications guy as you're going to find. <laughs> so weirdly, I mean, I do like to write, but weirdly, um, it has been really kind of working with the media and working with, wow. with you know some of that interaction, working with the public. Um, yeah, we're great. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, but yeah, that that's that's all I can think of right now. I mean, you've been a, you've been a great guest, but uh, what do you have to say, Elizabeth? I had one. I okay. have a couple of little we'll random questions. How many public meetings would you say that you go to in like a month? Um, two for sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it it may not go too far beyond that. We've got, you know, there's two council meetings. There's the uh, agenda review meeting that the council mm-hmm. has on Friday afternoon. There, there's no shortage of between boards and commissions and planning commission and, oh. and all of these things, there's no shortage. I don't make it to all of those. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier, I, I kind of paused a little bit when I, when you asked me what what our group does, what we do. And this year, we're adding uh, a neighborhood specialist to the team. Oh. And that position will actually be responsible for taking everything I've said we do in terms of communications <laughs> but making it a little more personal, reaching out to people directly, have, mm-hmm. you know, talking to HOAs and talking to neighborhood groups and giving them a face and a name to, to just reach out, you know, hey, I heard this or I'm worried about this or whatever to, to talk to us and, and give us input. And, and I think that that position will, will definitely go to a lot of public meetings um, Makes and, sense. And, and create some probably. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Dorton. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, that's about it for today. Uh, We hope all of our listeners learned a little bit more about their local government in Auburn and how they can communicate with it. Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed this episode because 
I got to put um, the face, and you'll get to put the voice with the name uh, David Dorton, which you see a lot on the city's website under those press releases, and we certainly use a lot of those for our reporting, things like that. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You can find our podcast and other Plainsman podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Hurley. And I'm Evan Mielens. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to the Auburn Plainsman's Network of Podcasts. Join us next week for the next episode of Public Hearing.